Now I'm recording. I'm also recording. Well, Hiro, yeah. I'm not going to get much done. God damn. <laughs> I love how the, the microphone does not disappear. It's just it's a bulbous <laughs> thing next to your face. And the uh, the breasts are nice. Yeah. Uh, after we're done, or maybe during this Paul Bear recording, I'll ask you, how do I change my Zoom background to something more appealing? Maybe Janine Graffalo. Oh, look at Mr. Mm-hmm. Technical now. Mm-hmm. Mr. Old Man needs assistance on the <laughs> IT front. Oh. Uh, I like to think that oh, you just how the mighty have fallen during our Mystery Science Theater episode. You're just like, okay, I'm going to do something else while they're getting aroused by this. Uh, this is our episode on the Paul Bear, which um, it's not good. <laughs> not good at all. I think you're being... Uh... <laughs> You're being very generous by just leaving it at a couple of syllables. Nancy Weinberg. She had that lip thing. What lip thing? You know, that little scar. Boys? Ma, we're talking. I can't believe you just walk in here. I'm 25 years old. This is why. This is why I need the lock. I just want to know if you want some ice cream. A little. Mm-hmm. Tom Thompson was having trouble finding a life. Well, I feel I have a great deal of promise. Well, I'm certainly on your side, Tim. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Until the day he lost the best friend. Bill Abernathy is dead. He never knew he had. Who's Bill Abernathy? I have no idea. Before I get the chance to tell this very mysterious woman that I have no recollection of her son, she just starts crying. Well, she even asked me to be a pallbearer. Damn, how could you tell her yes? Well, I told you there was crying. How am I supposed to respond to that? No. I'm giving the eulogy. Thank you for doing He's getting the chance to be someone else. I could spend countless hours recounting my personal experiences with Bill. The chess club. <laughs> and it's giving him the courage. Isn't it Julie DeMarco? I was in love with her. To get what he really wants. Julie! Oh! Hey. What are you doing? Where are you going? I'm so sad. Do you want to get some coffee? He's picking up chicks. Great. Two, on Tuesday? Who ah! is that? Huh? Oh, it's uh, it's uh, this crazy woman. Hey, lady, you want to keep it down? I am on the phone here. On <laughs> your phone? Hello? 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 Have you ever not told someone something that you should have told them? And then it turned into a whole complicated thing. Miramax Films presents David Schwimmer, Gwyneth Paltrow, Michael Rappaport, Tony Collette, and Barbara Hershey. In a comedy about finding yourself in the wrong place. How could he kiss you like that when he's supposed to be married? How do you know he kissed me? How do I? How's that? At just the right time. Oh! Oh, okay. oh, my, oh my God. God. The palm bearer. I should have warned you I was going in. I seem to remember this making the cover of entertainment weekly in spring of 96 as like the big movie for like uh the first like few months of of 96 which is strange uh i can only uh test that that goes to the popularity of friends maybe at the time that they thought okay david schwimmer has arrived on the on the big screen which is funny as we're doing this little uh 25 year anniversary project for this particular year i don't know if anyone remembers this movie and if I'm being honest, the only reason we're covering it, I believe, is because it was on HBO at the time of the, <laughs> the list as we're making our way down. Uh, this is what? The Graduate? But shitty? Is that what they're going for here? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like, it's, 
I couldn't get past that stupid face he keeps putting on. That stupid. It's conf- on the poster. It's trailer. It's every Wines scene. Constantly, his voice is so grating on my brain. Uh, this is from, this is the first film, I think, from the guy who did, uh, the Planet of the Apes movies and is doing the next Batman movie, Matt Reeves. Is it really? Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah, produced by J.J. Abrams. The Weinsteins are involved in this as well, aren't they? Well, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow's there, so yeah, I, you know, all, all manner of, uh, women who were assaulted so Gwyneth could live on screen. Wow. Right. Really progressive wow. as we look at your Zoom background. <laughs> the Weinstein on Mike over here. <laughs> I love Hyro. The Weinsteins. Despicable. Uh, look at the tits behind me. <laughs> Find a picture to put behind me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am a man of uh, of some uh, of a very wide range of uh, opinions and thoughts and beliefs, you know. I like to mix it up a little bit from time to time. Except when it comes to our Mystery Science Theater episode. And he has one opinion. One has to draw the line somewhere. Hmm. Hmm. Dumbass Um, robots and vacuum cleaners is where it ends. This is about uh, a loser, I guess, played by David Schwimmer. Who lives with his mom. Lives with his mom, is pining over a girl he went to high school with, Gwyneth Paltrow. A stick he went to high school with. Breadstick, yes. (laughs) Jared, Jared doesn't jump in to try to save Hyro. He doubles down. Like, yes, hey, get the terminology no, I, correct. We, we, <laughs> here's some behind the scenes for us. He's already told me that it's going to be <laughs> 20 questions for me and uh, uh, my engorged member that I had over the breadstick known as Gwyneth Paltrow. So I'm just, I'm, I'm readying myself. Did, yeah. Wait, did you or do you? Hell no, I hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't like. Okay. I, I didn't I mean, find you like a, a goop subscriber no, or something. That's the that best part of contagions when they're slicing open her fucking dumb head. Like, wow. There we are. I do feel like uh, Matt Damon was the only winner of that particular plague. He gets out of that. And gets out of that, that, that uh, marriage. Uh, loveless what? marriage. Mm-hmm. Jared Dotson cheering on. Cheering on Kevin Spacey in seven. Look at him. Gwyneth Paltrow is uh, very pretentious. <laughs> I Has she ever been likable in a movie? Uh, we did that Great Expectations thing that you love, Hyro. I do like that movie. Yeah. Well, she's but she's, also, she's playing a character not meant to be likable right. in that one. What so about the fat one with fun. Jack Black where she's in a fat suit the whole time? She was likable then. She's hungry. <laughs> hungry. Paul Bear is about to... <laughs> David Schwimmer's yeah, you know, still hung up on this crush, uh, and then some dude Cowards. dies um, that he doesn't know. Um, but he uh, plays the part of this guy that was a great friend to him, and uh, I never can buy the concept of this movie where he's like, "Should I remember this person?" I'm like, "Dude, you have nothing going on in your life. You probably remember everything. Like, stop, stop playing the part of like, oh, maybe he was somebody that was important to me. No. Uh, well, then he ends up sleeping with that guy's mom." That's it. That's that's. I just want to get those details out there before we get into goop and breadsticks and whatever else. <laughs> Jared, if uh, yeah, Jared. Uh, sexy go. Barbara Hershey needs comforting, does the hell- nasty Hellcat uh, make his move? Her over Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, I will go with the aged like fine wine woman over Gwyneth. I don't know. <laughs> Constantly trying to escape the movie on her own. <laughs> I want to go somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll take well, that. I'll, you know, the she's old, less of a pain in the ass. The exactly. old broad, she, uh, knows what she likes. She knows what and she's she giving you a car. 
She's giving you money. She's taking you to <laughs> grill outs in the pool. <laughs> I, I, I like this idea of yeah, Barbara Hershey, grieving mother of her child who's committed suicide, uh, decides to just pimp out Schwimmer's life. Like you, you need some wheels, you need a little, a little uh, spending money in your pocket, makes you cookies. <laughs> yeah, man, sleeps in that you. bedroom. Schwimmer, yeah. go ahead, Ross, get naked. <laughs> When you use you, I know I've brought this up many times, Mike. But the that episode that that drew me into War Machine versus Warhorse, where you uh, on Vanilla Sky were mm. were touting the uh, the benefits of Cameron Diaz in that movie. That was not a bit. This you is exactly this. where Pure I feel honesty. right here. Like, mm-hmm. what is the you know, what is the problem, David Schwimmer? You've got this foxy lady who just wants to take you to Poundtown and give you stuff. I'll I'll try to. Well, it's hard. I was like, from my perspective, all of it's bad. It's all incredibly it's sad sex between sad people. Uh, <laughs> grieving mother, sad bastard swimmer. There's nothing titillating or erotic about this at all. I don't even know if he is titillated during the process. It's just uh, sadness. I mean, I can see swimmer just weeping like post <laughs> Just, just. There's nothing, nothing I want about this. However, from his perspective, that seems to be his general vibe and and mood. Um, there is something about uh, like sitcom actors making their leap to movies where they just like they're like, oh, you think I'm silly? Uh, now I'm gonna be really sad. But it's under the guise of these rom coms, like Garden State. I think is like a more famous example uh, where the guy from Scrubs. Oh, no. Go ahead, get it out. We now have uh, this is not a YouTube channel. I'm sorry. Increasingly should be. Uh, we now have Hiro has found uh, Goop on the Beach. Uh, for our, it's for my boy Jared, his, man. His co-host's pleasure, I guess. Um, uh, I, I don't tend to find. I don't know, Jared. Like, I don't think this is funny. But was this intended to be darkly funny? I don't. I don't know what the the gags are here. I don't know what the the bits in this uh, material is. When she immediately launched into how much she loved her ex husband, I did sort of chuckle, but like at him, <laughs> <You're> not. <laughs> <laughs> not with him uh I, it's it's a really weird movie like they start cackling whenever he's at this funeral and he's trying to schwimmer his way through this speech like none of this is really playing <laughs> from a humor perspective for who, me who are the people that show up to first off why do you even show up well that's the, the thing he's like he's such a loser that he gets his arm bent into being a speaker at a funeral for a guy he does not know like that's but his that's crew the, is the question right? Like, why did they turn this into a party? Like, I want to go to this funeral. What's wrong with these people? Yeah, what what would be entertaining or uh, comfortable about that setting where you then feel free to giggle and teehee at this thing? I mean, it's the, these people are monsters. On Wiki uh, Wikipedia here, it is labeled a uh, 1996 American romantic comedy film. But and keep in mind, I watched this like two months ago and don't remember too much. I do like a uh, spoiler alert. The, the one thing I liked about this movie is the reveal at the end, uh, where they find the, I guess, correct swimmer, the correct Tom that they were looking for that knew this guy. And he's like, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I knew of him, but no, we weren't close either. So it's like the film is like, there's a mean spiritedness to it where it's like dead guy. He had zero friends. Like you got the wrong friend, but even the right guy's like, I, I barely knew I'd him. Say, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of a weird dude. I take it back. I laughed maybe one time. Uh, she said that he loved the Mets and I was like, well, so suicide's explained. <laughs> oh, oh, Jared. 
Okay, Hyrule, that's a good transition here. Ask your questions. Fire away of Jared, because uh, I don't I don't have too much on this particular film. Uh, I think it tanked. It is the one thing we've done. It has a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes from 20 reviews, 19% uh, for the audience score with 5,000 plus ratings. So, yeah. I, no, I mean, I'm scrolling right. through pictures of Barbara Hershey here, and I, I'm just... Man, you're Google algorithm is going to be all over the fucking place. <laughs> it sure is. Tom Servo and Crow and Barbara. <laughs> this dude's going through some shit this week. dimension meds. <laughs> <laughs> to find this picture that Jared is so lovingly f- fascinated with, I had to type in skinny Gwyneth Paltrow. So add that to the mix. So. When has she ever not been skinny? Well, I wanted to really get to the... Oh, <laughs> emaciated Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> to the... <laughs> I wanted to really tickle your fancy here, uh, Jared. No, I mean, I just, the whole thing is, leans on how that stupid face that David Schwimmer's making, you know, it's just, it's constant. And at at a certain point in a movie like this, you have to sort of connect with the the main character. And he keeps like pushing me away, right? He keeps just shoving me out between his bits with his mom, the bits with the bunk bed. Well, he's 25 and you can't get a job. There's there's certainly ways to be annoying but still you know likable as a character. He hits none, absolutely zero. Like he's whiny, he's constantly fucking things up. Like this is weird, but I felt bad for his mom. <laughs> Just wants to be a part of his life. Constantly like cussing at his mom, telling her to get the fuck out of his room and he's like 25 years old and still living at home. Hey, mom, I've got company over in my bunk beds. Like stay out this this sort of situation. Uh, I started to turn against even Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, like you all have done, a, I guess, adequate job of saying she's the most despicable human on the planet. Um, I felt a little bit sorry for her in this, and it's solely because of Schwimmer. Uh, I felt scared for her to even be in close proximity with this guy that's like been creeping on her for I don't know ten years at this point. What? Why does she even entertain the notion of hanging out with this this guy? And she seems to almost she's like the the she's the cat she's the one who pushes the the action between the two of them right he's not really making a move and there's nothing likable about him but she somehow is attracted to this dude enough that she brings him to meet the parents it seems enough to just be interested in her <laughs> from a perspective of the movie it could have been anybody just if they would have shown her attention because I don't. Like you said, I don't really know what he's bringing to the table. Eventually, he gets into full-on simp mode and gives her a fucking car at the beginning. I mean, at the end of the movie, like <laughs> that's the big romantic gesture, right? It's I'm going to give you this gremlin from 1960 or whatever the well, hell it if is. You want to tour the country? If you want to tour the country and get railed, here's my car <laughs> <laughs> that he took off of a dead mom. Well, or, I mean, off a, a dead guy. A, a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this movie had such potential for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm doing this whole romance thing wrong. You know, I could have had Gwyneth Paltrow if I would have just uh, taken a car off of a greedy dead mom. Here's a pinto bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been Dude. perfect for your grand gesture podcast, right there. I'm never watching this again. I'll tell you that. I'll just, I'll just strip out the last four minutes of Jared and just make that a mini episode of the Paul Bearer. <laughs> That's all I need. Um. I was I was struck by um, the possibility that you could you could shift this to f- thriller territory 
Like, why not make this guy? I mean, I'm not saying this is going to be the 1996 version of Taxi Driver, (laughs) but (laughs) I guess it's this thing that Ross was just so fucking appealing on the uh, NBC sitcom that has it become more like, is that more of a modern thing where Ross is like an ultimate creep? Like, I never really watched Friends, but I know now, like on Twitter and YouTube, there's like these weird, uh, like, you know, uh, remixes or compilations where it's like all the things Ross did that were uh, mildly to aggressively creepy on the show <laughs> of Friends. And they've made him, they've villainized him in a way. Why did it take two decades for people to catch on to that? Just that look. I, I want to, I, how are you going to have to tell me how to change my Zoom background? Because I, I need this, this imagery in here. <laughs> I found, I was just looking for uh, Paul Bear stuff uh, just to kind of make our point. And there, God bless, there's this one from... Hiro's favorite company, Miramax. This was a promotional still they were pushing out to magazines. And it's horrifying. So you'll have to edit uh, this out, but if you go you sc- in the, within the app that you're looking at, you see the little yeah. camera at the bottom? There's a little, like a little carrot right next to it. Click on that and then choose virtual background. Camera at the bottom. Where you can stop video, mute, all that within uh, the app. Okay. Right next to the video camera is a little carrot. Like a, you can... I gotcha. And then choose virtual background. Mm, all right. <clears throat> oh, can't wait for this. Um, Great podcasting here. Are we doing? Mm-hmm. Well, Jared can keep going on about the, the fucking Pinto or whatever. I think the world needs to, to hear <laughs> me mansplaining <laughs> technology to Michael Denniston. I'm fine with that. I actually like it as long as you're, uh, you just uh, keep talking here. Backgrounds and filters. Virtual background. So that's not what I want, right? That is it. Virtual background. And then you, background. you upload an image to it. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, no. The Sober Cinema folder is... There's so much that could be great background material here. Old man, Deniston. Oh! <laughs> yes. Dude, this is a... It has taken over. I don't even see... I see like a shadow. Oh, Jared no! Moving. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? <laughs> look at that gaze on mine. Look at him, like just. And look, look at her, <laughs> that is very predatory. <laughs> look at her. She does not look pleased at all. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna leave this when I do my other podcast with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation whatsoever. Just show up with this. <laughs> Why is Jared though completely consumed by? Since <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> she, she ate him. She ate me. <laughs> Oh, there is no context for this. Anybody's going to be listening to this shit. Jared went with uh, Shallow Hal for his uh, Zoom reference. Um, and he still has Iro, it up. Emaciated Gwyneth Paltrow on the beach. And uh, I typed in, I actually typed in Paul Bear Entertainment Weekly, and that's what I got. I wasn't even trying to be a creep, and this is the marketing push this film was getting. This is bad. This is a bad episode. From the Harvey Weinstein files. You know, like his personal... I think it cuts it off, but it does have the Miramax logo on the bottom. I yes. think that's actually where I'm sitting. Um, it, it does make you uh, think that these people make a lot of money uh, to just fail miserably. Like, wh- whomever said David Schwimmer is the next guy, the next romantic He lead. was making a killing on Friends, though. I mean, you could see sort of the the fat boss hog in the room, you know, making decisions. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> saying, you know what? This They each make $15 million an episode because they're fucking a hit. Put the hit guy, put my uh, breadstick uh, sex toy in there, and uh, we've got a hit. 
yeah, Jennifer Aniston's the only one that I guess kind of made it. I don't know. I, I don't think she's like some huge box office sensation, but um, she's at least a name. I don't think the rest of them. I want to focus on this uh, these attacks on uh, breadstick women, as you call it. <laughs> that's that's a that's a uh, that's a that's a Jared Dotson staple right there. Give me a, give me a number. What, what's the what's the the minimum here? Uh, what was the threshold uh, to take away this uh, derogatory term of breadstick? I made the um, suggestion that I like a woman with a medium-sized ass, nice, uh, bubbly, bouncy ass, and uh, Hiro and Derek have <coughs> attributed me to the machinist level of uh, emaciated women. <laughs> Pancakes as far as the eye can see. <laughs> uh, Jared likes everything in his life with only right angles, you know. No curves whatsoever. We can do a movie podcast like that, right? We can start talking about the Dutch angles, but it's just when it comes to women's asses, I guess. Would that play? <laughs> I love it. Do a little I'm there. session film. Same. Oh, wow. Mm. I mean, they don't know anything about a woman's ass, so I mean, we can corner the market on that. Uh, <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's good. Um, I don't like this movie. I didn't like doing it, but I was glad that it was free-ish on HBO. Hiro, that's your cue. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Do it. Did I mention <laughs> that I get it for free? I don't think uh, I've ever AT&T heard that, shareholder yeah. Hiro, uh, ready to drop that note constantly. Um, yeah, let's let's move on. It's hard to talk about. I mean, honestly, it is. I was trying. Actually, I was trying to get a number. I was trying to get an absolute like weight number for the both of you before you cross that threshold to breadstick. Oh, Hiro, you go yeah. first. Uh, okay. That's assuming not Janine Garofalo height, right? You know, we're talking like a, not a circus clown midget, right? <laughs> we, we've been over backwards that episode to say like, oh, this movie is false because she's attractive. And, and as soon as we're off of uh, being good, uh, Hiro's like, disgusting. As long as they're not Janine Garofalo. <laughs> Talking about uh, her, just her height. They're a normal sized uh, human being. You mean here. not a professional <laughs> gremlin, you mean? If I say 200 pounds, 200 pounds at her height is a little so what different is it, five, than 200 pounds. Five, po- is that average? Is that sure, five. Uh, let's just say five, six. You know? Okay. All right. All right. Five, six. I would say. Uh, Boy, this is gr- I hope we have n- not a single iota, uh, just a sniff of a female listenership at all because that's, it's gone. That's, that's it. Well, they should have been. They're masochists if they they still listen to this. But go ahead. What, what what's, five six? What's the lowest? Like what what <sighs> what, what is? I don't understand the the breadstick terminology. What what is there this is? It's not a weight class. It's a it's a uh, like a. <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a body type. Would you say, Jared? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fuck. I don't know. It, it... You're the lover. I mean. Really, I mean, we're 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 extrapolating just my <laughs> my love for not gigantic fucking asses that you and Derek. <laughs> I constantly go on about fucking. I mean, these, that is the uh, the, the TikTok effect. I think that has ravaged uh, Hiro and Derek's brain, where they just it's just on these iPhone screens. Uh, it's just ass. They, that's, that's all they're looking at. They twerk, and you can see the like. 
<laughs> the ground shake. The ground shake. You can see like the you know how those fucking jets have that sonic boom like Wow, I'm I'm getting engorged here. They're you must speak in my language. And it's like the Hulk. <laughs> you speak in my language. I don't right here. It. Like I'm aroused. Giant. It's all about volume for you. You don't care if it's uh, toned or, or nice looking, just as long as it is gigantic. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give all it right. to me at the Golden Corral. I'm going to make sure to drop that clip from my, my uh, hero from There's Something About Mary, uh, where <laughs> Matt Dillon is talking about how in other countries they pay by the pound over there, <laughs> and Mary's been shipped out. <laughs> where was she? Like Japan or something? Mm-hmm. They pay by the just, just meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening for Silver Cinema. When are we doing that movie? We, we love the ladies. There's something about Mary. I don't know. We've got that and like Wedding Crashers. Yes, I feel like are are very special episodes that we we, we should we don't throw that on like a Marcus played as the Mount Rushmore of comedies or something like that. Mm. There you go. Now that you know someone's actually editing the show again, <laughs> right? Of course. The claws. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got another one to do here. What is it? Twister. Twister? There we go. Helen Hunt, breadstick or no? I'm just trying to get that out of the way so we don't. Go um, I say no. She's not a breadstick? She's looks like she, I mean, she's not like skinny, skinny. She's not. Can I just say, I love the seriousness. Like, there's actual pause and thought in this. Whereas with the movie, if I just point at you and say, we're talking about the pallbearer, it's just like filth that just comes out. You just It's just bile. But I say, Helen Hunt of Breadstick, hold on a minute. This let's let's, let's litigate into. this. Let's litigate this properly. <laughs> as, 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 as she looks nice in a tank top. Especially when it's all wet. That was a brilliant casting decision. <laughs> All the women wear white tank tops, white tops <laughs> in a movie about rain and <laughs> tornadoes. God, I can't wait for it. Twister. Hyro hates it. Um, he's, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you, Hyro. <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> The scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. When you get a second, I got some excellent news for you, my friend. Oh, yeah? Excellent? I think your life's about to change. Really? So, so, you found her? Oh, yeah. You were right, man. She really is something else. Oh, my God. Really? So, so she's, she, hasn't, she hasn't changed at all, huh? Well, that I couldn't say. Let me ask you something. Was Mary a little big bone back in high school? Big bone? No, no, not at all, no. I guess she packed on a few pounds over the years. Oh, yeah? So she's a little, she's a little chubby? Oh, I'd say about a deuce, deuce and a half. Not bad. Oh, my, a deuce and a half, huh? You know, you shit out a bunch of kids and you're 
bound to put on a few pounds. Oh, so she's, um, she's married? No, no, she's never been. That's the good news. Huh? Yeah. Four kids, three different guys, but no rock. I bragged to little fuckers, too. Tough to keep up with in a wheelchair, I bet. She's in a wheelchair? Mary's in a wheelchair? I thought that was part of your kick. Uh, excuse me, I ordered a whiskey sour. Are you sure it's the same Mary? Are you sure you have the right person? Oh, yeah. That's Mary, all right. The brother, Warren. Hey, don't look so shocked, Ted. It's been a long time. I bet you've changed a lot over the last 13 years, haven't you? What, do you think your shit don't stink? No, I don't think... I, I mean, yes, it does. I don't... Okay. I got all the information you need. I got it off a book. Nice guy. You really should look her up, Ted. I mean, she's a real spark plug, this one. Well, thank you. Thanks, Healy. Good good work. Uh, Ted, don't you want the name of the housing project? What?